Welcome to Homebuilder Happy Hour. This is Kelly. And Ryan. And we're serving up the latest trends in the home building industry to help you navigate this competitive market. So go ahead and pour yourself a drink, relax, and enjoy the happiest hour of the day with us. Cheers. Cheers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Homebuilder Happy Hour. I'm Kelly, and I'm sitting here with... Ryan. My partner in crime over there. Today on the show, we have Learen Jass with us. Yes, hi. Hi. Learen works with us at Get Community, and she is one of our amazing copywriters, and she does a little social media management as well. She's a woman of many talents. <laughs> I know, Lindsay and I were just talking about that, but I feel like I just have my fingers in like everything. <laughs> she does have her fingers in a lot of different areas right now because she also is the editor of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that job she just got because she raised her hand and we were like, who's going to yeah. edit this season? Our last editor is just, you know, sometimes working for us now. She's like, oh, I can do it. And we're like, done. It's my immediate, like, I'm like, oh, I know how to do this, and they need it, and I panic, and I'm like, I got it, it's fine. I, was, yes. I do love it, making podcasts. Like, okay, good. I love it. I do. I really like making podcasts. She says that about everything that we have her doing. Mm-hmm. That's why we love her. <laughs> um, okay, so today we're going to be talking about content ideas for the blog, for those of you who are home builders. Yeah, so... Um, our blogs are really big drivers and they're easy because you can make a ton of content in a very short period of time without a lot of work. I know. What else can you do with a blog? Well, well, so go. I was <laughs> going to say, Learn writes a lot of blogs for us. And then, you know, what comes after all the content that goes with it? What else can you do with a blog? Besides the blog post, um, we have clients that will do, they'll highlight their blogs in their newsletters um, that go out to residents who may not be actively seeking out the blogs. And they're really easy to turn into social posts with graphics because you don't really have to write a caption. You can just copy and paste pieces of the blogs in, give everybody like a little sneak peek. And then with reels becoming so popular and the style on TikTok of, and Instagram of like having bullet points come up while you're just kind of like vibing to good music. Yeah. Um, it's a really good way just to like have a reel that you can put on your grid. It's not a lot of work you don't even really have to have a person in it. And so you're getting a ton of content out of what really doesn't take that long. Um, Cause like a few of the ones for, for Get Community when we're researching like trends, those take a little while, but mm-hmm. the fun ones that I kind of have on this list really only take like an hour or two. Nice. So outside of all the other things that goes into planning for it. Like, well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> the actual, uh, the actual writing part of it. <laughs> Um, okay, so I asked Learen to be on this episode because we're just kicking off a new season and I thought, well, we write so many blogs for our clients, not every one of our clients, but we spend quite a bit of time coming up with ideas for what are we going to write about? We need fresh ideas. And while some of, I, so I asked Learen, can you pull together some ideas that we can just share on the podcast? These are just general ideas. If you're a home builder out there and you're thinking, well, what can I write about? Um, and so you pulled together some ideas you were just telling me before we started based on like what? Based on what does well or that we get good feedback from, from the clients. Like there are a couple on here that 
we've done for like True Mark that they've told us that they loved and that did really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I tried to pull from. I also pulled things that like fall in line with social media trends because like the blog doesn't really matter if it's not popping up well in social media. So like it's a good way to have a driver to your content. Yeah, a good way to get people to your website. Yeah. Um, I also want to say that we work with clients like Truemark, who are a home builder. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a range of topics, you know, for a home builder. But we also do a lot of blog writing for master plan communities, mm-hmm. which has a different take. You know, it's less of a hard sell. Um, so I think that these ideas, you know, kind of cross the barrier of whether you're a developer or whether you're a builder, whether you're small, whether you're big. You might have some takeaways. Um, and it's good, like, we go back to these topics. I don't think they're a one and done, you know? it's Blog content is just something fresh and new that you're putting on your website. And sometimes we do say relatively the same thing in a completely new way. Um, <laughs> and that's okay, right, Ryan? It is very much okay. So before she does her topics, though, Ryan, maybe you can talk a little bit about, you know, like, on the SEO side of a blog. Like, why is it good to be adding blogs to your website and what is if you know a good idea of how many blogs you should write on your website i'm putting them on the spot here (laughs) well one of the things i was going to say you know as we were talking about um you know the blogs is a big benefit to blogs is they are very trackable um you know as being part of the website um there are so many you know different pieces of analytics that can be tracked um, you know, really to show you what's working and what's not, um, you know, as well as, um, you know, we'll talk about targeting, you know, blogs for certain keywords in SEO. Um, you know, so you're really trying to, you know, benefit and boost your standing within, you know, uh, I mean, I'll always talk about the main search engine in Google, um, you know, about the traffic, traffic that not only you get from them, um, but the type are these the things that are of who's searching and are these things or are these people you know bringing in the traffic that i want you know um you know that comes into play a lot in you know where we talked about or you mentioned that oh it may take an hour to write a blog but the planning that goes into okay well what are those topics and you know what type of traffic what type of people are we trying to drive to the site you know versus you know just trying to take trending topics and be like oh people that aren't interested in homes you know are coming to the site so we get all of that you know all those eyes but they might may not be the eyes that you want so um so building those topics and you know um you know having the analytics actually show you you know um you know really what's working and what's not you know is is very nice about you know blogs but having a a detailed strategy you know in terms of okay we want this type of traffic um you know that's a great place to start you know when it comes to you know writing a blog yeah that's good i think we like our blog writing strategy has evolved over the 10 11 years that we've been in business i mean at the beginning we probably weren't writing that many blogs and but we knew it was good for a website so that's how it started you know we're just writing blogs now and again We've completely evolved into like starting some clients with having more of a keyword strategy with the blogs, like tying in the SEO strategy to now that being pretty much part of everybody's strategy. 
is that if we're going to have a blog, then we need to be looking at the SEO side of it. So I think that's like an important something to think about, because if you have a website, you're putting your blog on your website and all of this ties together. So I would say spend a little bit of time just looking at what's driving traffic to your site and work with that, you know. Um, okay, Liren, take us into your first content idea. So my first biggest one is um, breaking down home buying terms and tips, especially if your uh, demographic is more towards like the younger crowd, because like I've been working here for how many months and I still don't know what Melarus means. Like I have to look it up every time anyone asks me to like use it in copy and I still don't really get what it is. Mm-hmm. And there's a ton of terms that like young people just don't know about. Right. Uh, Because it's just one of those things that like you don't learn until you need to. So it's a great way to like demystify things for your clients and make younger demographics like a little more trusting and more willing to return to you uh, because you're the ones that explained it to them. Um, And you can focus on things that are specific to your market because obviously if you're not in California, you don't necessarily need to talk about Melrose, but there may be other things you need to talk about. it's also a good way to break down whatever HOA fees or things you may have in your community because that's again like people have a bad connotation of HOA and if you're able to like explain why it exists and where those fees would be going, it's a good way to make people not be like, oh, it's an HOA, I don't really want to live there. Um, yeah, that's a good pointer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not to mention on that, it comes into something we've talked about a number of times, but, um, you know, those things, especially, you know, uh, Melrose, which I'm very familiar with, um, and HOAs, which right. I'm also very familiar with. Are you playing Melrose at your new house? No, no, oh, okay. not. I have an old new house, a very old new house. Um, but uh, but those topics, which are, um, you know, especially for the people that are in that buying process or are aware of them, like, you know, they can be thought of as kind of those taboo topics that you don't want to talk about. Um, but in terms of SEO, like they can be a big driver of traffic. Um, and, it, you know, properly explaining them from your point of view, um, you know, helps to build that trust. Um, you know, so it kinds of in you know, those topics really end up being like a um, um, like a twofer, you know, where it's like, right. you know, you're building trust as well as bringing in traffic because other people don't want to talk about them. So if you're the one that's talking about it, then, you know, you kind of build, you know, a little bit better of a relationship with the reader. Right. And, you know, I'm just thinking of when we went to social media marketing role and there's that guy that we've seen a couple of times and he, you know, he totally does the reverse engineering strategy of SEO and just like the idea, I, I could look it up right now, but how, how many people type in, what are Melarus on Google, right? Like this search is probably too big to even bother with in your SEO strategy, but those are the questions, right? That you want to type into Google yourself that relate to what it is you sell. It's a great traffic driver, like you said. But it's funny, that guy cracks me up because he's like so good at it. <laughs> he's totally winning. It's also a great way just to drive people contacting you because if they're reading it and they still don't get it, they're more likely to like follow those contact us at the bottom or call, talk to our sales managers and ask those questions because now they know what to ask. Mm-hmm. Like that's a big thing in everything. Somebody would be like, Well, do you have any questions? It's like, I don't know, do I? Like, I have no idea. So it's just a really great way to start a relationship with a client or a buyer before you've even 
started looking at houses like right. before that even begins. No, it's a great type of content and it makes for amazingly entertaining reels mm-hmm. on just explaining one term at a time. Like how much fun, you can have so much fun with that. Yeah. So, okay. Anything else on that one? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, what do you have for us for number two idea? Seasonal design blogs are really fun to write. We have Rainy, who's another one of our writers. She does a lot of them because she used to do interior design, but for like Chameleon and Sub-Zero, um, and even just like your regular builders, um, they're a super fun way to highlight features of your home or if you have a master complaint community, like elements of that. Um, they can include like spring cleaning, Halloween and Christmas decor. You can even like outside of design, just like in seasonal blogs, like seasonal recipes are really big drivers because people are looking for those and like want to get in like the fall spirit, even though it's going to be 90 degrees this week in California. Um, and it's also a really great way to generate a feeling of like FOMO for people who don't live in your community because they're seeing all of the benefits that your home has. Like if you're doing a, a blog on like seasonal recipes for like Thanksgiving, it's a great way to highlight. We talk a lot about gourmet kitchens and marketing for homes, but like that's a great way to highlight different parts of what makes it gourmet and creates that FOMO for people who may be reading it that don't live there and like want that kind of kitchen. It's also great for Pinterest. Right. They are great blogs to promote on Pinterest. It's a very Pinteresty yes. thing. Totally. And I think that it's interesting to note that sometimes maybe even I get in the mindset of this, but you think, well, why do I need to write about seasonal recipes? There's 10 billion of them out there. Well, partly because last season's recipes are last season. And I look at the dates all the time. I'm like, I don't want the recipes from five years ago. I want this year's seasonal recipes. Like they're different. It just feels fresher and newer and you want to be doing those things. So I think like every year it makes sense to go there. You know, yeah. uh, find a way, go there, come up with your own twist on something because that's, people are looking for something new. You yeah. Know? And like with TikTok especially, there are now trends in, like there are trendy foods and trendy recipes that can make content and there are trendy ways to design. Cause like when I was younger, design, decorating for like Halloween was like very much like skeletons, like weird spooky stuff. And now there's a whole push for just fall decor where you're just kind of using a bunch yeah. of different gourds, corn, hay, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So you can just follow whatever's trendy that year on social media already and help that inform the blog. And it's just going to boost visibility mm-hmm. um, like across the board. And the more, especially during this time of year, you can just do fall, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. You have right. a better chance of making your, your first page on a Google search all you, um, which is always beneficial. Right. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. What's next? Uh, empl- I feel like I've been pushing this nonstop. Employee recommendation blogs. Employee-driven content is huge. It's been huge for months. I don't think it's going anywhere. People really, really like it, especially on TikTok. And it's super easy to do in blogs because you can use like internet holidays, like National Coffee Day or uh, National Read a Book Day to like set a theme and just have an employee, each employee gives one recommendation. You can put in hyperlinks and then it's a great thing that can transfer into reels, Instagram stories. You can even break it down and do like weekly recommendations. If it's something like National Read a Book Day, split it up and you have a lifestyle post for like the next two months. Yeah. So, and they're fun. People like them. Yeah. Um, Also, I think like 
looking at yourself as a business and your culture, like this might be a perfect cultural fit for you. And maybe it's not like some, some of you builders out there may be like, no, we're not, our employees are not involved on social media. I get it. Fine. Um, but if your culture is a fit for that, it's a great way for employees to also share that content to their networks, to their friends. You know, like it's fun that they were involved on, you know, taking part in a recommendation or what have you. Um, so it's a great way to get your company involved and feel more like a team, which is great for the end consumer to see if that is who you are, you know? It's also a great way to like involve the community that you're in. Cause like we did for, for the community, a national coffee day, Instagram story. Mm-hmm. And like, it was mostly local places. We tagged it, tagged them in the story. They shared it. That's they did. I, I checked. Yeah, every month. <laughs> everyone well except mine because i picked a chain but that's, that's the point um but every local one shared us um which was great because that gets eyes on it that we didn't have before because it's a totally different thing and like exactly i'm telling you the read a book day book talk is huge like book talk is huge it's agreed yeah like and it's just that's such an easy way to like not be just in the home builder yeah niche but i think it. that this is a perfect community level local type of you know content piece to put together as a home builder you're building in costa mesa why wouldn't you you know put something together and tag a few little local businesses they're most likely they're going to share it if it's something cool about them so it's it's a pretty easy thing to do uh gets the community involved and i mean i think it's a win-win yeah yeah and on that kind of community tangent my last one is community guides. We've been doing them mostly on Instagram, um, but they're great in blogs. People want to envision the life they can have. Like when I moved to Orange, I was all excited. I could walk places. And like location is key for builders, but it's also for buyers. So like they can envision what they're like. They can walk to a farmer's market. They can walk to great dining. Um, and you can kind of cater it to every demographic. In one blog, you can include like what's good for families in the area and you can include like what's good for like young couples without kids mm-hmm. and just balance it and it doesn't have to be because a lot of the time our our builders tend to focus on one demographic they either want to push family friendly or they want to push like just starting out young couples and this is kind of a way to yeah get it to everybody yeah i see a lot of content like that on blogs which would is a good community guide is good for it and I see it a lot happen at the beginning of a new community coming and the builder will post, we do the same thing, you know, here's local area amenities, like places you can go, places to eat, places to shop, what have you. Um, It's definitely great content for the blog because you get so much mileage out of it and, you know, newer, it's not that new, but we have done quite a bit of it with Olson company Mm -hmm. um, and doing those Instagram guides. And I think it's an amazing resource and it's so easy to just, you can write the blog and then also be like, go check out our Instagram guide because then you literally just have links to all these places. And, you know, people love Instagram, so you get to actually see all their food or all their whatever it is that they're selling and know, oh, that's just right down the street. You can just start following those places because if you're moving there or you're interested, you want to know, right? Um, I love the Instagram guides. We should definitely be doing more and more of those. And they're so easy to, you know, separate per community, per area. It's easy to navigate through. And they're really quite simple to put together, like actually on Instagram. It's not like it's going to take you hours and hours of work, you know? Um, so I love, 
I love that. That's like forever, forever good, evergreen content. Yeah. Like it just, it's a great driver and it's going to get people coming back. If yeah. they feel like they're like, I feel like, especially here in California, everybody's looking for walkability between, you know, gas prices and just traffic. It's awful. <laughs> um, that they're looking for like, well, what can I do that? I don't have to get in the car. Like, what can I walk to? And yeah, Olsen pushes them a lot that you're near dining and, and I feel like home builders are sometimes hesitant because they're like, well, some what's drivable for some people isn't drivable for all, but like it doesn't matter. It's fine. Yeah. You're just putting what's there and people are going to be interested in parts of it. It's also a great thing to do around the holidays. We just did one for like what there is to do in orange around Halloween and like yeah. they're super fun guides and it's a great way to get like families involved and kind of give that idea of like the community, especially if you're a master plan community, like the community that you're building and what it's like to live there. And like, it's a place where you know your neighbors and like you could, like River Island yeah. is the big one that I think of that they have boathouse right there to walk to. Yeah. Um, and the farms, like it's just a great thing to push that doesn't feel just like sales. Yeah. Like you are selling something, but it feels less like a sale. Listen, we are moving rapidly into a season of hard selling as interest rates go up and it's so easy for you guys out there listening to just want to push a hard sale and I get that we have to do it we got to do it and there's lots of great strategies for doing it but it can't be everything we as home buyers you know I've bought a home Ryan's bought a home here and you haven't bought one yet but you just moved closer to work so I feel like that's a win <laughs> for us and you um it's so much better <laughs> so much better but I mean we want so much more from the process of buying a home like you know we're looking at lots of different neighborhoods or one and we have to make so many decisions and you know we want to see those opportunities of what I would consider a hard sell you know like buy at this interest rate, hurry before it's gone. Um, we want to know that that's happening because it's an opportunity for us, but that's not everything we're looking for. Yeah. It's the whole package. So we can't ignore the rest of the package. There's so much more to it. Yeah. Especially when you're buying, like, like you said, I'm renting. So like if I didn't like the area I moved to, my lease is up in a year and I can move. But when you're buying, like that's a major decision, especially for young people. It's yeah. like Olsen, the like Blossom Walk, they're very focused on like, just out of college, like young professionals, young couples, buying a home is terrifying. <laughs> that yeah. is a massive commitment. And so when you can kind of ensure that you're going to want to be in that community for a while and the community is a good place to be, they're probably going to be more likely to revisit your homes because they know they're not going to be in a year regretting this massive choice that they can't get out of. Right. So it's just a good way to establish like confidence. Yeah. Agreed. Well, I like that about three out of your four ideas. So everything except for maybe the seasonal content really can constitute as evergreen content. You can go back to it through the life of your community, um, which is great. One piece of content, you can just keep going back to it. It's not going to become irrelevant. Um, so great job. Thanks for putting that together for us. I love it. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the podcast that Learen is also going to edit. <laughs> She's going to have to do a little editing out of some things where we went quiet that you'll never even know about. Um, but thanks again. I hope you all have a great day out there. And uh, follow us on social media. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for joining us for this episode of Home Builder Happy Hour. Make sure to follow us on all our social media pages to stay updated on what's happening at Get Community. You can find all of our social media handles in our show notes for this episode. We'll see you next time. And remember to make every hour in life your happiest hour.